Okay, so you can go get your bottle of wine and chug that and then get on the bike again. You can. <laughs> but you, I mean, yeah. that sounds like a fantastic ride to me. <laughs> Some signs saying, you know, you can't get through, but the reality is bicycles can get through all of it. Okay. So uh, ignore those signs. Follow the gate signs. Yes. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Brendan. What's today's ride? Actually, okay, I don't have anything teed up, but you told me about a great ride you did the other day. Yes, uh, it's more of a perennial ride for me. After the cherry blossoms in Tokyo, I tried to get out to Yamanashi uh, to go through the peach blossoms. Oh, okay. So afterwards, so it has something to do with the calendar? Uh, well, the peach blossoms bloom about a week or so after the cherry blossoms. Mm -hmm. So it works out pretty well in that perspective. And the weather's usually pretty reasonable. Is it the same kind of deal with the peach blossoms as it is with the cherry blossoms, where they bloom kind of south to north? Well, it's in Yamanashi, so the advantage is, is that it's, it's a basin. And so it blooms come from the base of the basin going up into the hills around it. Uh -huh. So you get a good couple weeks out of it. Okay. I've been out there before... Uh, not for cycling, actually, but with my wife, we were hiking around. And then, isn't that where, is it the same area where they grow all the grapes? Yep, the peach orchards are interspersed with grape vines as well. Oh, so, okay. So you can go get your bottle of wine and chug that and then get on the bike and go. You can. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. that sounds like a fantastic ride to me. <laughs> Just FYI, we do not condone drinking and riding your bicycle. Yeah, and actually, technically, I think it's illegal. It is. Can. It is in Japan because uh -huh. the laws that apply to cars also apply to bicycles. Don't 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 drink and ride. Kids. Don't drink and ride. Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, but a lot of the locals do sell uh, wine mm -hmm. as well as peaches mm -hmm. uh, during the summer. But if you were out there with the family and wanted to spend a few days, you could drop off the wife. Probably not the kids so much, but the wife at a minimum would be entertained. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, do me a favor. Where do you start? So I start around a station called Kasugai Station. It's pretty much in the middle of the basin, just east of Kofu. Okay. And then from there, are you doing... Is this a one-way or a loop? I It's a loop because I usually I usually wind up driving out there. Mm -hmm. you, there are train options, but I usually drive. And so I dump the car in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so then you're never very far away from the car okay. as you go around. Okay. And there is a road that's labeled as the fruits line that mm -hmm. kind of goes up and down around the edge of the basin, and I try to follow that as much as I can. Is Why is it called the Fruits Line, other than the grapes? Is yeah, that... that's pretty much it. It's okay. one of those agricultural roads that they built into the mountains in Japan mm -hmm. to make it easier for farmers to get in and out of their, their fields. Okay, so that's a question I have for you. They make it, they've labeled this road. How's the vehicle traffic on it? Pretty good. It's okay. not, you don't have to worry too much. Uh, the one little section that's kind of coming out of Kofu gets a little bit of uh, tourist traffic. Mm -hmm. And there are a few touristy things around there, like the, the greenhouses, and there's, an, pop, there's a few popular onsen out there as well. Mm -hmm. But once you get past that pocket, there's pretty much no one. Okay. So we've, we've dropped the car, and we're getting out of town, and we're heading north, you said? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So what's the first kind of point of interest that I'm going to come across. There's that Fui Fuki Fruits Park. They're mm -hmm. just kind of built into the mountains, which has some greenhouses and a you know, variety of different flowers and plants there. Okay, have you ever actually stopped and gotten off the bike? Or if you were driving, did you check it I out? I have. It's it's a nice little park. Okay. It definitely has some good views uh -huh. over the over the valley. Mm. And then I have not been there by bicycle because it's farther up into the hills and involves some dirt roads. But there is a popular onsen up in the hills called Hotokarashi Onsen. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and that gives some really nice views and it's quite popular. Dirt road, so probably for the gravel crowd. It's it's just a dirt road for a few hundred meters and I don't want to take my road bike on it. Okay. It's nothing to be concerned about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gotcha. So are we still heading north after that or? So, so now we're, it, it's kind of a weird shaped basin. Look at the ride in the show notes. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're kind of going clockwise around the basin and then kind of up each of the little valleys. Okay. Um, that, that kind of come off it like starfish. I see. So it's like a, like a fjords kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. All right. And so is each of those an up and down? So you go up. Into yeah, the valley, much. check stuff out, and then you have a descent yeah. back into the basin. Because most of those little fjords have roads that go way up into the mountains, so it's pretty much just how far up that road you want to go. Mm -hmm. What kind of elevation are we talking about then? I mean, are there any monster, you know, thousand meter climbs? I mean, up in the back, the the highest uh, mountain path, paved mountain pass in Japan, actually, is up behind those mountains. Mm -hmm. I thought the highest paved pass in Japan was Norikura. That's open to cars. That's ah okay. <laughs> it's the highest paved pass that's open to cars. Okay. Because as we talked about on the Norikura ride, that's close to cars. That's right. And so this one is, I think it's nineteen hundred something meters, mm -hmm. and you can drive all the way up to it. Oh wow. Okay. I did not know about this. It's not much of a climb, though. To be honest, you're pretty much just in the forest the whole way up. I, it, I is mean, there at least a view at the top? Not to my recollection. <laughs> so it's a lot of pain, and then you get to the top, and the reward is... It's a good hiking jumping off point, so you want to drive up. Okay, so you're gonna do some hiking. pack some hiking shoes in your cycling backpack. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but anyways, that's not part of yeah. this particular route. And yeah. so that fruits line kind of just goes around the coast and then crosses each of these roads that goes way up into the mountains. Mm -hmm. right? And then there's like, for example, there's uh, Omikaido, which connects Kofu all the way back to Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And of course that goes up. Mm -hmm. over the, what is it, 1635 mm -hmm. Yanagisawa Pass as well. Okay. So you do get these roads that go off into the mountains in each one. You follow the fruits line, it crosses each of them. And since you said it's a little bit after cherry blossom season, yeah. Sakura, that you're riding this generally early to mid-April? That's it. Okay. Uh, you typically can get a couple weeks out of it, mm -hmm. uh, because even if the the peach blossoms in the bottom of the basin are finished. The mm -hmm. ones up in the hills a little bit will still be good and going. Okay. And if you're very lucky, uh, you can get the cherry blossoms blooming at the same time, which is what happened this year. I was quite quite lucky. So is that because the cherry blossoms bloomed that, or the I would say the peach blossoms bloomed earlier? A little yeah. earlier. And uh -huh. then if you remember this year, we had that really cold spell just at the end of March and then mm -hmm. just pushed the cherry blossoms a bit later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the rest of the vegetation at that time of year? So are the trees green? Not really. Okay, so you're not going to get a lot of uh, like leafy foliage shade kind of thing. No, and the, and the grapevines have no green on them mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. Between the bottom and the basin and getting up to the top along these ridge lines, it's kind of, at this time of year anyway, uniform more or less. That's pretty much, but it's pretty open, mm -hmm. right? So you, you can pretty much always see down below. Mm -hmm. And since the... Uh, peach blossoms are agricultural right. and not just for tourists. Right. Right. You get huge swaths of ground that are just covered in it. Right. So it definitely you see like a carpet of pink when looking from above. Uh, so some uh, spectacular Instagram shots. Yeah. I would definitely one. say so. Okay. I, I suppose that's why you go. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're heading, uh, you said we started off north and yeah. then we're moving clockwise. Yeah. So now we're kind of heading yeah. east. Yeah. We pretty much, yeah. If you start at 12, if the party pretty much starts at, say, 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, a clock going around. So that's at 11 o'clock, mm -hmm. right? And so 
when you get to about three o'clock mm-hmm. uh, on that, going around the basin, you get to my f- favorite cherry blossom in the whole country. It's at a temple called Jiunji. I think I, sh- I showed you a picture of it earlier today. Well, put one in the show notes. Yeah, but uh, remind me again. What's the what's the name it's of the that particular Shidale variety? Zakura. It's the Shidale Zakura. Yeah, because it's distinctive in the fact that versus the agricultural ones, yeah. this one has almost a kind of weeping willow yeah. effect to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So if you catch it right, it really does look it, like it's it's a weeping willow that's like blossoming white and pink. Yeah. Exactly, and uh-huh. then, yeah, it looks absolutely spectacular if you can get it right. And they light it up at night. So I've actually gone there, what, taken the train out, left my big DSLR at the station in a coin locker, mm-hmm. ridden around during the day, gone mm-hmm. back, picked it up, climbed with my DSLR up the, up the hill, mm. taking some photos at night, <laughs> and a tripod, taking some night photos of it, and then come back down and taking the train home. Yeah, the I think even on Google Maps, you can at least get a like little view of it. Yeah, when and it, you go through the Tori gate to enter the yeah. kind of temple area. And then the tree is towards the back. It's off the back side of the actual temple structure, correct? Tori are at shrines. Uh-huh. Gates are at temples. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes, on Google Street View, there is a view mm-hmm. inside the temple when the cherry blossoms are blooming, and it's definitely worth a look. Okay, yeah, well, maybe we'll post yeah. that, too, just to uh, inspire you somewhat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's about a third of the way into the ride or so. Depending on how you set it up, but uh-huh. yeah, third to a quarter, depending on how you set the ride up and where and, you, and how far around on the south you want to go. Okay, and it's, so regardless, it's going to be a little detour, but yeah, really not. But much. it is up a hill. Uh-huh. It is it is genuinely up a hill off the fruit line and not too far. Are we talking like a ten plus degree you know slope here to get there? Not or far is off. It, to be mild? honest, not far off ten percent, but it's not that long. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for beginners, it's dental assist time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, there's no car. There's no cars on the little streets, so you can uh-huh. you can get yourself up it. And there's a lot of little you know during the season, a lot of people just open up the little shops and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and there's any, some food options in there too. Any charge to get in there? Uh, nope. Okay, so you can go and just does charge it. to park your car there. Though. That's how they get. That's how they get you. Gotcha. Well, but if you're going by bike, you're safe. You're safe. All right. So I've pulled into the temple. Taking my pictures of the tree. Yep. Now I'm heading back out. Yep. And I guess at this point I'm heading now, south. Now you're heading south. Yeah. Okay. Continuing along. Um, there's some very nice cherry blossoms if they're in season, mm-hmm. right in front of Katsunuma Budokyo Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got them lining the old uh, platform because mm-hmm. uh, that that area they rebuilt the whole line of I don't know 80 years ago, and they use the old line as a tunnel that you can walk through. It's about a three kilometer tunnel that they touristified. <laughs> Touristified meaning they've, put they've in, got a light sand. They paved it okay. on the side, so the rails are still there, but they've paved the sides and okay. they've put posters and stuff along the side to give you some information on history. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is, is that the other, there's two tunnels, one after another. The other one, they've turned into a wine cellar, <laughs> and which you can go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, so now we're back to, you know, pack a backpack to put the bottles of wine mm-hmm. in there, right? So... I guess Yamanashi is the largest wine growing area that's, in Japan. That's my right? understanding. Uh-huh. And I, like I know there are a few vineyards in Nagano, but I think yeah. the vast majority of that industry is concentrated in Yamanashi. Yeah. And for peaches, it's kind of split between Yamanashi and Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you get it lucky, you can catch the Jin Rokuzakura at the at the station, mm-hmm. and then you can continue along around the route. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of on the south side of the 
of the basin where you really do get some pretty spectacular overlooks of the cherry blossoms and over the, the basin as a whole. Mm -hmm. This is the time where I would normally interrupt the podcast for some shameless plug. This is also a shameless plug, but I want to tell you about something really special. We've added a ton of new route challenges, with more coming every day, and to sucker you all into riding them, we're running the Spora May Mayhem campaign. If the Spora community collectively rides 10,000 kilometers of route challenges in May, a new super secret challenge route will be unlocked, and you can earn three times points if you ride it within the next three months. But wait, there's more. If the goal is met, Everyone who applies an activity against a root challenge in May will be entered to win a 10,000 yen, about $90, Wiggle gift voucher. The more kilometers you apply, the better your chances of winning. Further contest details are available on the Spora blog, so go check it out. And now, back to the show. You were showing me some variations of yeah. the route that we could take earlier. And I saw one, the root profile really scared me. Yeah. It looked like an absolutely monster yes. climb, but it's not like a requirement. There yeah. are ways around it, yeah. This past year, I wanted to sort of do a bit of ex extra exploring, mm -hmm. and I put in an extra about a thousand meter climb just about at about four o'clock mm -hmm. um, the course. Uh, I got up, I don't know, about profile-wise about halfway, and I got to a gate, mm -hmm. and being alone, and the road surface not looking too wonderful. Okay. I turned around and came back. There is street view on that road, so I guess it generally is open. Okay, but it just maybe wasn't open this time of year, yeah. or maybe they had uh, like a washout when you yeah. happened to go, and they just haven't cleaned I got, it up I got, yet. I got unlucky in some way. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but it looked like it was at least maybe if not beautiful, glassy, smooth pavement, at least maintained to some extent. Yeah, it was it was reasonable because mm -hmm. I've been behind some of those gates. Uh, and it's definitely yeah. not rideable. As a general rule, when I'm on my own mm -hmm. and no one's going to come, I don't go. Mm. If I'm with someone and we really want to explore it, I'll give it a shot. But if you know, if you're on your own <laughs> and something happens, nobody's yeah, no coming. One's coming, right? Yeah. And so that is a that is a genuine risk. Mm -hmm. Okay, I would take your advice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there also you don't have to do the really high climb. There are some alternatives. Yeah. Um, if you skip that yeah. one. Uh, what's your Which I would route? advise. It doesn't look too wonderful. I was just doing a tighter loop this time, mm -hmm. and I wasn't happy with 75 kilometers, and I wanted to add some distance and some effort. Uh, okay. so, I, so I just tacked it on as some exploring. Mm -hmm. uh, but on the south side of the basin, there are a few climbs. Again, it's the same sort of thing, climbing into these little fjord-style entrances into the mountains. Mm -hmm. And there are a few that have some lookouts and a few that are a bit steep, but this is where it's like 100% peach orchards all along the way. And so you really are climbing on a narrow road between peach trees. Okay. Narrow road as in kind of industrial? Like, the, at, at any point, do you feel like you might want a gravel bike? No, 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 no. You're no, fine. No, no. And, and, and they've been repaving some of these in recent years mm -hmm. uh, to be from that sort of concrete stuff to being tarmac. And I guess most of the vehicle traffic, if it's all agriculture, is probably those small kind of rice truck style. Yeah, and just You don't see any massive dump trucks that you got to get around, right? Yeah, and the same thing, people going up to the lookout. So mm -hmm. if you went in a, outside, of, outside of the season, mm -hmm. I'm sure there'd be no one there. Okay. On that big, it's the same sort of deal. It's a big road that's been built right through uh, to give farmers better access to their fields. There are a few bits and pieces where it's not 100% complete, and there's some signs saying, you know, you can't get through, but the reality is bicycles can get through all of it. Okay. So, uh, ignore those signs. Follow the gate signs. 
Yes. So well, I mean, when it's a two-lane paved road, and I know where the other side is, I'll I will. just go right. Yeah. yeah. So you can we're coming drive along the yeah. southern portion of the route, and then I guess now we're starting to turn back northward, so, which means that we're heading back into town. Well, this is going so this road goes it goes basically due west, mm -hmm. and you can it goes on for a fair while, and mm -hmm. it's I. Every time I ride it, I kind of end up in a different place. Mm -hmm. But if you go too far west, then you really are just kind of riding through rural town mm -hmm. to get back to the car. Which isn't necessarily a bad it's, thing. It can be beautiful. It's not that bad. There are some roads along the rivers. It's just you're not in the peach blossoms anymore. Mm -hmm. and if you, that's why this year I went in way more into the, all the little valleys mm -hmm. and spent way less time going farther west. I see. So I just try and explore a bit more in, into those areas. Okay. Um, but realistically, if you don't go too far west, you're still only like six or seven kilometers away from the car. Mm -hmm. So it really is just a quick hop across. And if you plan the route ahead of time, you can stay off the major roads. Okay. So if we come back into town and back to the car, um, what is parking like out there? I mean, tell me about logistics. If uh, I want to go next weekend, how the, what's your suggestion? Um, I have a spot which I've used many times. Mm -hmm. It's just in the countryside. It's down a little road that nobody comes on and it's wide. Okay. There's no no parking signs and you can get away with putting it there. You're putting a car there. This year, though, they built a factory at that location. It's still okay for parking, but then I found some little uh, parking next to the river for people who want to use the river area. Mm -hmm. So if you stay away from the stations, you shouldn't have too much trouble finding somewhere to check the car. Otherwise... I'm sure there's some cheap coin parking somewhere. Right. But your suggestion is to just, you're in the countryside at that point. Why Why pay the yeah. coin park? Exactly. Yeah. And if you're familiar with the area and or uh, are a bit diligent with street maps looking for places where the road's wide enough and there's no no parking signs, mm -hmm. you shouldn't have too much trouble finding somewhere okay. where you could leave the car okay. all day. And if I'm coming from Tokyo, yeah. about how long does it take you to get out there by car? Uh, no more than two hours. Mm -hmm. I used to live on the west side of Tokyo, and it was like an hour and ten mm -hmm. from there. So maybe from the center of town, yeah, yeah. around, call, call it two hours yeah. safely. Yeah. And if you get out there early yeah. enough, I assume there's not too much traffic? There's not too much. There's, the never, there's never too much on the outbound. Okay. Uh, it's, but we all know getting back <laughs> out getting back from out west along the Chuo Highway can be a bit of a pain. Mm -hmm. um, so I've, uh, if you stay out later, um, there's plenty of restaurants that have their... Yamanashi specialty hotel, which <laughs> mm -hmm. is the noodle soup. Oh yeah, yeah. I love hotel. So if you just you know after you've done the ride, if you go to onsen and then go to go to a hotel restaurant, you know by the time you're on the road coming back, it can be eight or nine p.m. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you actually get to the traffic jam, it can be much shorter. Yeah. In fact, I last time I did that, we left at nine thirty, and we car never actually came to a complete stop. We slowed down a little bit. Jeez, that's amazing. For for those of you unfamiliar, if you're coming from the west and going back towards Tokyo, that's where that's what everyone's doing, and they're all doing it at the same time on uh, Sunday evening, right? Around that, it starts around four, and four to seven is the big wave. Mm -hmm. So what I was doing was I had Google Maps open with the directions back mm -hmm. home, mm -hmm. and without exaggerating, I'd say for every two minutes that passed, it said it was going to take one minute less to get home. <laughs> and so we just sat there having a good time out in Yamanashi, and by the time we actually got on the road, it said it was a 20-minute loss. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it takes time to get to where that traffic jam would be. Mm -hmm. And by the time we actually got there, we just sailed right through. Yeah, so maybe the the way to do it, then, is to not just do the ride, yeah. but plan to spend a little yeah. extra time, take the whole day, yeah. And then come back in the evening and have a nice, smooth uh, outing, yeah? And then 
An alternative is if you think it looks really bad is you can take the Ome Kaido that I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. May not be faster, but at least you'll be moving the whole time because mm -hmm. uh, that's just a regular road over the mountains. Okay. Um, and that's probably not faster, but it's definitely less stressful. Mm. And then you can pick up the highway when you're uh, in town again. And for those who don't have a car, yeah. so if I got to get out there by train. Oh, it's uh, the train. Oh, the train's easy. You got the Chuo line. Mm -hmm. They've got regular services that don't take forever. I, I I'd have to look up the timetable. So I can take a just a local train out there. Yes, you can take a local train out. Uh, you'd have to change probably at Takao and then onto a local service after that. Mm -hmm. Or there's the Limited Express that puts you out there in like mm -hmm. less than an hour and a half. During uh, peach blossom season, they'll make an extra stop at the Katsunomo Budokyo station, which is the closest station in the basin uh, to Tokyo. So it's really... Not far. Okay, and at that station, are there places, are there lockers, you know, to stash your stuff? Yeah. If you've got the bike and the bike bag and all your stuff, you, you, you haul it out yep. there. Can I there's, undo my bike and stash it? There's stuff to stash there, but there's not a whole lot in terms of food options like mm. convenience stores at the station. Okay, so get those, yeah. bring them with you, or, or get you them on could, the train. Yeah. Oh, there's, and for example, at Yamanashishi Station, there's mm -hmm. more stuff like that. So I'd say start from there. If okay. You can take the Azusa out, mm -hmm. uh, and you want to do some purchasing around the station. Okay, so you told us about time of year to go, yeah. if you want to catch these peach blossoms anyway. Yeah. Um, other weather issues or concerns to be worried about? It does get hot in summer. It's a basin because in the country. Because it's in the basin. It's, it's a basin, yeah. It's a basin in the countryside, um, I, and it's completely in the open. Mm -hmm. So like you're not in shade pretty much ever going around the edge mm -hmm. because these the trees the orchards and the grapevines are not very tall. Mm -hmm. They're only, say, two meters tall, so they provide no cover onto the onto the road. Uh -huh. So if you're there in the middle of summer, like, say, in August, yeah. uh, bring lots of sunscreen and uh, get ready to sweat. Yeah. I would say maybe even avoid it altogether. I know, I know <laughs> I'm not the best with the extreme heats, and I'm, mm -hmm. I am definitely... This is, this is advice from a Canadian. I, am <laughs> I know I am prone to uh, heat exhaustion uh -huh. uh, when it's extremely hot and you're exerting yourself. So it, I would personally probably avoid it altogether mm -hmm. during the midsummer. Well, then how about winter? If it's not snowing, I think it's a fine. It, it's fine, right? Because you still get a nice view over the basin pretty much the whole time. Mm -hmm. As long as there's no snow on the ground and you can tolerate the cold, I'd say go for it. Okay. Yeah. So thanks for that. So any other final thoughts or like little issues or topics I need to be aware of um, for going out? Just there? the Azusa can fill up really quickly. So mm -hmm. if you want to, can make sense to plan out a couple weeks ahead. Just to make sure you get that reserved seat on the train. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much good any time of year. Um, not too much traffic. Easy to get around. Get your GPS going. No, you generally a good recommendation. Yeah, you've you've sold me. Especially, I want to go check out the uh, some of those mountains to the to the north yeah, of your loop. You'll be well. on your own for those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, All and right. see you on the road. See you on the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spora Podcast. Check out this and other interesting routes at spora.cc. Don't forget to subscribe, like, write a review, and tell us about your favorite routes on the Spora subreddit. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. Spora, what motivates you?